Tune into Felicia's Madcap Podcast. Making a difference can apply pressure. As she discusses celebrity news, give live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. Follow her on IG at Felicia underscore Madcap Podcast, Facebook Madcap Podcast, email Felicia at Felicia'sMadcatPodcast.com. That's right. Check her out on her website, Felicia'sMadcatPodcast.com. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, DJ Pressure, and I got my guy, who smoke with us. Hey. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Look, you already looking smooth and everything with the shades on. We can't see. <laughs> we can't see that. You don't want to nah. show us. No, nah, not today. Not today. We gonna keep it like this today. <laughs> well, I'm so honored and happy to have you on my show today, and we just gonna talk about how how much you've been booming on TikTok. It's so much going on with you right now. You- a lot of amazing performance out there. Just tell us a little bit about you and where you're from and, you know, just how you got into the music business. Okay. Well, I go by Too Smooth. I'm uh, from Philadelphia, Mississippi. I'm a singer, songwriter, artist, producer. Uh, kind of got started. Just just didn't, didn't really come from a musical background. Uh, not really the typical story, like grew up in the house where my mom or dad was a singer. Like it, it really all started with me. Just my love for music, uh, seeing it on TV, you know, growing up as a kid, seeing it on TV, seeing the music videos. And I always said, look, I want to be on there one day. This is what I want to do. So uh, that's, that's really kind of how I got my start. I want to talk about how you got your name. Did you give yourself that name or somebody gave it to you? I I think it's I didn't had it so long. I think somebody gave it to me though. Uh when we was in I had actually changed schools. I think it was like seven or eighth grade. And I think one of my buddies that I was we was on a basketball team together, we was doing something and he was like, Man, you just why are you so smooth? Like and he was like, man, you too. It was something like that. I can't really remember because it's been so long. But I think one of my buddies gave me the name and I just rolled with it. You just rolled with it. So have the name helped you out with the ladies, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it just kind of go hand in hand. They, they, they'll hear, they'll hear my songs and, and they'll just, oh, that's, that's kind of smooth. You know, since I do a little R&B too, so. It just kind of go hand in hand with it. So, for a lot of you who don't know, um, he is Philadelphia, Mississippi. Born and raised, right? Yep, born and raised. Yep. And on the side, you do a little bit of electrician work. And tell me about that. Uh, me, and my, me and my father, he's actually been doing this for long as I've been living, about 30 years. So, uh, yeah, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's been doing it for about he's been doing it for about thirty years. Uh I've been doing it with him maybe about four or five full time. So we do electricity work, plumbing work, just anything that you got going on in your house, we do all that. Repair work, installing, building, you name it, that's pretty much what we do. So when you doing your work, are you singing? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I try to, like, when I'm at work, I try to focus on work, you know. Yeah. If I come back to the studio, I try to I try to focus on it. But yeah. every now and again, yeah. I have a little idea at work, and I just, you know, but not too much, though. You know how it is when people working and they, they you know, they singing and working or, like, singing and washing dishes, singing and, you know, dealing with, if you love singing, you know what it means. So, um. Also, you know, like we was talking about, you got your son with you. Tell us about, you know, how many kids do you have? I only have one. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's three. He'll be four in July. Uh, and, man, my son, I, I would say my son is 
I wouldn't even say probably. My son is the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, calm me down a lot. Uh, you know, I, I always real, not been stuck on myself, not cocky or nothing like that. But the reason why I've always, you know, I self-love, you love yourself. And you don't think that you can love another person as much as you love yourself. So when I had my son, it, it taught me a different type of love. You know, uh, being a parent, being a dad. So he bad and he get on my nerves, but that's my baby. I love him. <laughs> well, I'm give the people an intro to uh, one of your songs here. Okay. Do you mind coming to Smooth Hotel? Do Mr. Smooth. So tell us a little bit about Smooth Hotel. Uh, so Smooth Hotel. Actually, actually, as a disclaimer, that's that's my that's one of my best friends singing that part. Uh -huh. uh, his name is Fiza. Uh, me and him started off making music together. I was actually I actually formed a group. Uh, I think we was like 15, 16, maybe. And we was actually talking the same stuff this whole Smooth Hotel now. That's what we was talking about then. We were too young to be talking about it, but that's kind of how it came about. Uh, but the Smooth Hotel, I just really wanted to really get into my R&B bag. Like, I, I used to rap. I used to rap, too. But then I started just pushing out a couple R&B singles. But I really wanted to always have, like, a body of R&B work. So that's why I was like I had a had a few tracks that I put together, but I was like, man, what I'm gonna call it? So I was like, hotel too smooth, and I was like, nah, that don't really flow. Then I was like, let me go with smooth hotel, and it's just me, 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 just showcasing my my R and B ability, just putting together a body of work. So yeah. okay, well, do you uh want to give us a little taste of the rap that you used to do? A rap? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, you know what's you know what's funny, you know what's funny. I didn't even. I can't. It's been so long since I have rapped. Yeah, I can't even hardly think of one of my rap. But I do. I will say this. I do have a song that I put out about a year or two ago that mm -hmm. I was singing the chorus, but I rapped the verse. So it's on all streaming platforms. It's called Like a Player. Yeah, I listen to like a player. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody, if anybody want to hear my hear me rapping, that's like I think that was that would be my most recent rap is on like a player. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna listen to some other songs here, y'all, so y'all can get a taste of his music background. Let's do it. I need me a big fine woman. Got it going on. Yeah. I need me a big fine woman that got it going on. Her credits go good and she got her own home. Ain't worried about a man if you don't know how to treat her. She wanted 50 50, so you gotta come and meet her. Heard it might not be for sale, but let me tell you, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. And if you can't give it to me, I heard you had a leak and you was looking for a plumber. Well, have no fear, Mr. Pipe is hurt. I'll pay you just to fix it or I volunteer. I know it might sound funny, but I ain't playing around. I ain't playing around. See, I'm a hardworking man. These hands ain't for laying around. Let some laying you down. I, I know you don't need it, but I want you to have it. Want you to have it, baby. So I'ma leave it on the dresser later on When I'm gone, you can grab it Girl, you can grab it now I need me a big, fine woman That got it going on Her credits go good And she got her own home Ain't worried about a man If you don't know how to 
treat her. She wanted 50 50, so you gotta come and meet her. Heard it might not be for sale, but listen. So tell me <laughs> a little bit about how did that song come about? Man, so uh we were, we actually created that song right here where I'm at. This is my studio right here. Okay. Uh, inside my home. So everything we did was in-house. My producer, uh, which is also my best friend, my fraternity brother, my line brother, Cole Making Moves, uh, he produced the beat. And the guy that I just told you about that singing on the, at the beginning of my album, Fiza, they kind of co-produced the beat. Uh, we were just in here one Saturday. They had both came down. We were just in the studio. They were just playing around with some beats. And I was like, man, give me give me some Southern soul, but kind of kind of make it like, you know, like a raunchy feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Like like that, that raw feel. And they came up with it. And I just kept walking around the house, just brainstorming. I just kept saying, I need me a big, fine woman. I just kept repeating that part over and over again. And uh, I sat on it for probably about two, three weeks. And then I, it's just like the rest of it just came to me. So I'm glad you started to sing the song a little bit because we want to hear you. We want to hear you. You give us a little taste of Big Fine Woman live. Yeah. <laughs> I need me a Big Fine Woman that got it going on. Her credit's go good and she got her own home. Ain't worried about a man. If you don't know how to treat her, she wanted 50-50, so you got her coming. Heard it might not be for sale, but let me tell you, I'll pay for it. And if you can't give it to me right now, then let me tell you, I'll wait for it. Pay for it out now. I love it. Because <laughs> you know why? That, that went hard because there's so many men out there paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, many men. And they have it in their mind, like, I'm just taking care of it. But honestly, I, what you're good for is what, what's in your pocket. So, yeah. Yeah. And, so that and then being like the maintenance man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, maintenance, the maintenance man coming through, fixing everything you need fixed. Yeah. And he pipes. I like, man, okay, he went hard on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, you know, I mean, I mean, as a man, I feel like when you're dealing with a woman, you're going to pay for it one way or another. You can do it directly or you can do it indirectly. Voluntary, you know, involuntary, right? Voluntary, involuntary. You're going to pay something, whether you want to or not. Like, if you want to deal with that woman, you're going to pay something eventually. Okay, so Tell us a little bit about, you know, your interest as far as a woman. You know, the things that you look for as a man, being in the uh, music industry, what type of women attracts you? Uh, really, really a woman that's, I mean, the given, law, loyalty, but a woman, the most attractive thing in a woman to me is a woman who knows how to listen like a woman who can listen and a woman who's who's genuinely interested in what it is that that i got to say mm -hmm. you know because i'm a good listener so so i like listening i mean i like talking to people who who are good listening to uh i mean you know people we all like nice looks i mean that that goes without saying but uh somebody who's gold driven who who got their own hustle uh somebody who like i said just somebody who listens somebody who loyal somebody who got your back they ain't they ain't trying to get with you for the wrong reason like they they really interested in the person and not the 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 character that we put on with it not necessarily the character but you know we have to go in business mode right you have to separate the the person from from the the performer or, or whatever so just somebody who really interested in in me as a person that's that's what i look for well that's what i like in a woman the qualities all right now uh can she be a skinny fine woman or a big fine woman <laughs> let me tell you what's funny about this let me tell you <laughs> so my last show uh about two weeks ago this is the first show that my mom, that my mom, my dad, and my son was all at. 
So I had this little skit in the show because my mama asked me. She was like, hey, I, you know, I heard your song. I really like it. And she said, she asked me this question. She said, why it got to be a big, fine woman, though? Why it can't be women of all sizes? <laughs> and I had and I explained to her, but I did it on stage while I perform while I was performing. I was like, when I say big fine, I am talking about all women. I'm talking about short, tall, plus size, small, women with real hair weave or the one who done cut it all off ball. I'm talking about all women. You know, yeah. big fine is just it's just a figure of speech that we use. When we say big fine, she can be a little bitty woman, but in my eyes, she big fine. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so so the best thing to say is that you're not a picky man. No, no. You just want somebody that carries themselves well and have the qualities that you need. That's it. That's okay. it. About how tall are you? Because you seem a little short. I'm six feet. It's just because I'm sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I'm six feet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I look short right here. <laughs> no, when I was looking at a few pics, I was like, he he seemed like a little short, but maybe it's just. Yeah, but yeah. um, tell us a little bit about how long in the music industry exactly before you know. I know you talked about uh, fifteen coming up with stuff, but professionally, you know, and putting your songs together. How would you say? How long would you say you've been in the industry? Professionally, I would probably say about. I would say about ten. I would say about ten years. Okay. About 10 years, yeah. What's that now? I'm 31. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, being 31, what's your goals? My goal is, it's a good question. It's a good question. Oh, uh, Miss Miss Keita King, she she asked me this. She, she asked, well, really her question was, where do you see yourself in five years? So, and the best the best way i can put it is that i want to be yeah i want to be successful i want to be i want to be happy so you know i mean the music i got a couple records that's that's doing good pay for it is doing extremely well but my goal is to just be the best artist that i can be continue to make the music that i love to make uh and for people to just continue to support me more and more how they're doing uh and just just continue to put out great music and be able to support my family full time doing what it is that i love to do that's my goal so whatever that looks like that's that's my goal okay well we're gonna some other songs here y'all y'all stay tuned
Smooth. So it's safe to say, did you like to talk about piping it? (laughs) 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 Man, I just, when I come up, I mean, when I find a good beat, I just, you know, I just write what I feel on it. (laughs) That's all it is. Okay. So do you see yourself um, doing any type of community stuff, nonprofit things in um, where you live? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, We actually have like a a basketball league that we do uh, every year. It's like an annual thing uh, at at our Booker T. Washington gym. And I go up there and I participate and I help out. That's that's my form of, that's like my form of giving back to mm-hmm. the as well. Uh, but what I really would like to do, and I ain't never talked about this before with nobody, but I'm actually I wanna I wanna start a foundation for kids with Tourette syndrome because I had Tourette syndrome growing up. Yeah. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Tell us, you know, what is Tourette's syndrome? So Tourette's syndrome, it's like a, it's 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 almost like a compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. That uh, and I'm, I'm glad I'm sharing it because I I really want to bring light around this. It's like they call them tics. Mm-hmm. It's like this uncontrollable desire to like just maybe like blurt out something, or or say something in like like I said, it's, it's a compulsive disorder. You really don't have any control over it. Like it's just it just happens. But uh, I I think I was diagnosed with it maybe when I was like ten. Hmm. Uh, but you know God is good. Uh, and I come from a praying family too. My mother, when she found out, she instantly just went into prayer, fast, and all this. So by the grace of God, I was healed from it. But I know it's so many other people that they may carry it on throughout their entire life. So that's something that I really want to uh, do in the future is create like a, a foundation for kids and just, you know, people with Tourette syndrome to like shed light on it. Because I think people know about it, but they don't you don't really know unless you you don't know the extent of it unless you've been around somebody who's had it. Like it can be it's mild cases and it's really severe cases. So. I really want to have a foundation for, for, for people with Tourette syndrome one day. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes, and um, and you said you guys found out when you was 10, sometimes yeah. um, as parents, we tend to think kids are just being disrespectful yeah. uh, and just doing whatever they want to do, but there's actually a diagnosis for it. And for a minute, for a second, you talk, you took me to my oldest son because my oldest son, when you say something to him, he just, uh, and yeah. you don't even have to say nothing to him. He just, so I'm right. like, okay, maybe he's dealing with something here. Cause you just, I, I've never heard of that. So you just taught me something. Yeah. And, um, I just want to applaud you for being man enough to say that because honestly, there's a lot of people out there that's dealing with different uh, syndromes and stuff like that and are ashamed of bringing it up. So being that you want to start this non-profit foundation, you know, are you taking any steps um, to actually put it in place? Uh, not, not currently. I, and the reason, the reason I haven't done anything yet is because I actually just like came up with it. I was talking to my mom probably, and this is very fresh, maybe three weeks ago, a month ago. And I just told her one day, I was like, this something, this is something that I really want to do. Like, especially with my, with my music going in the direction and, and getting the attention around my music. I want to use my platform for things like that as well, you know, to to shine light on stuff like this. So I guess what really sparked like my interest as far as I like, wanting to do it is that how I look and I see, okay, my music is is climbing, my pat my platform is climbing, climbing. Along with me doing the music, let me see how I can reach out and touch somebody in another way mm-hmm. and use my platform for, for something more than just you know, just music. Cause I know, I don't know anybody personally with it, but I know I'm not the only one in the world that's oh. been, been through it. Right, right. 
And while we're talking, I just want to ask you a question. Did you get a chance to share on your Too Smooth page? Oh, I didn't. I forgot. Oh, but you know what? I'm going to give you a second to do that because we're going to play this next song. Y'all yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, let's do it. It's your girl DJ Pressure with Felicia's Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com. Hey, y'all, we are back. Mr. Too Smooth, are you with us? And I want you guys to make sure you take a second to go over his music. You can follow him on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and so many other platforms. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that's in here. And I will be right back. Do you mind coming to Right, y'all. And while we're waiting on Mr. Smooth to get back in, I just want to let y'all know that he is once again from Mississippi. We got a lot of talent right here in Mississippi. And the goal here is to make sure that we highlight all the talent that's right here in Mississippi and in the other places because sometimes it's looked at in Texas. Atlanta and all the other places where right at home we got so much talent and y'all make sure y'all stay tuned with me my hours are Monday through Friday and it is 10 to 1 p.m. I just want to thank you guys for listening and we're going to check out another song here by Mr. Smooth I can't get enough Girl, I can't get enough of you, you really blows my mind, and every time we kiss, it's like the very, very first time, girl, I'm so addicted, addicted to 
Okay, y'all, we're going to take a quick break because I'm going to help him get back into the live. I just want to thank y'all for being patient. One second here. I can't get enough. Girl, I can't get enough of you. You really blows my mind. And every time we kiss, it's like the very, very first attracted to let's talk about the things that kind of turn you off as a man when it comes to a woman did you're in the the the, the r&b musical lane and you deal with women what's some number one things that turn you off about a woman uh <laughs> i don't i do not like somebody who's loud and obnoxious mm -hmm. i don't i don't like i don't like that like another term for it would be ratchet i guess as people would say i don't it's some ratchetness 
it's okay. You know, at times it's it's all right for it, but I'm I'm chill. I'm laid back. Uh, I don't, I just don't like loud loud women. And another thing, selfishness. I do not like women who are selfish. Like like I can't I can't stay. like just don't don't be all about yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you're dealing with a person, y'all, you know, see, see what's up with them. Talk to them. Like, you kind of get what I'm saying. Like, just don't be all about you, basically. So your song was about being addicted to a woman. Have you ever, right. have you ever dealt with a case where you were addicted to a woman? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty- yeah. <laughs> so. Tell me a little bit about how did you, you know, a little bit about the situation and how did you handle it? Uh, well, I'm still with her to this day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it's just one of them things, you know, when you really feel somebody, when you when you when you got a connection with somebody, you uh, you know, you want to be around them all the time. You want their time. You want their energy. Uh you're addicted to them, you know, whether you believe it or not, because if you go too long without, without seeing them, you, you don't feel like yourself. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's safe to say that you are not on the market. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm off the market. I'm off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you deal with a lot of inboxes. Uh, yeah. As a woman, I do too, but I'm not on the market neither. So, <laughs> Right. But um, meanwhile, you know, just what's some things that you're doing to, to build your brand? Um, networking. Networking with, with we're really more, more or less so just continuing to promote what I have. Like, I wasn't always big on creating content mm-hmm. for some reason. I, I would just make the music, put it up. Whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But I started to see how the game was evolving, mm-hmm. and content is the way to go. So whoever make music, you gonna have to make content, bro. It ain't no way around it because, and then it's free. It's free to do. It don't cost you nothing to make content. So I use that as a way to to build my brand, to uh to put my face in front of in front of more people uh that and networking with other people like people like yourself right you know uh and being on your platform and which i'm grateful to be on here and working with other artists as well that was something that i was never big on i've always just wanted to do my own thing but i noticed when i reach out when me and other artists have interactions and when we do shows and do songs together uh not only do i get chance to introduce myself to their fan base they get introduced to mine as well right right so and and yeah that's those those are the things that i do to kind of kind of continue to increase the the two smooth brand okay and you know one of my favorite artists that you work with tony uh is amani um, I'm not, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. He is amazing. The song that you guys did together, amazing. I've already played it, but um, I will give y'all another taste before we leave of his music. And um, I look forward to interviewing him as well on my show. We will be doing soon. But you guys are great together. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you. are do you plan on you know doing another song with him or? Uh, I think we just more or less just we we just focus we we pushing this one and uh we just more or less seeing how how this one goes. But Tony is really my guy though. Like me and him, we talk on the phone for like like Tony will call me when I'm at, when I'm working on my other job mm-hmm. and we'll just talk for 20, 30 minutes. Uh so it ain't like we just you know how some people just do music, it's just all business. Like, nah, me and Tony, we call and we talk about life and things that's that's been going on and we had our first show together in tupelo mississippi back in february this was actually before pay for it so we didn't get chance to perform it i had already sent him the song and he had did his verse but my verse is my song and my verse wasn't complete he actually did his part before i did mine 
so we didn't get a chance to perform it. But uh, but yeah, yeah, we I would say in the future we will probably do something else together. But he got his own thing going, I got my own thing going, so we just doing what we do right now, though. Oh, one question though, did you get a chance to attend his wedding? I I didn't know him then. We we just we just like came in contact with each other, maybe maybe a year ago. Yeah, and it's crazy because so many people say that me and him do similar music, and it's crazy that we're just not finding out about each other. Like I think he told me that his wife introduced me to him. Mm. We had never heard of each other before, never. Well, you know, I thought he just got married. Uh, I think he's been married about two years now. Two years? Okay. I think yeah, I think he just got years. married last weekend or something. Maybe it was just recent. Oh, nah, nah. That was a, that was a picture that. Yeah. He, yeah I think it might have been their anniversary <laughs> or something. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, I'm glad I got that out the way. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I I love to see um, especially my people do well and excel um, in what their career choice is. And uh, what should we look for from you to come, to come from you in the future working on right More, more music. Uh, I've I, I been paid for it is actually my first like smash single in the Southern Soul lane. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got more Southern Soul records coming. I got more R&B coming. I'm actually going to do a deluxe version to my album, Smooth Hotel. So uh, I'm going to probably add about five or six more tracks to it. But uh, I'm really liking this Southern Soul lane too, though. I'm definitely not going to box myself in to one category. Mm -hmm. But uh, when we did, I mean, Pay For It is actually on the Apple Music charts. Mm -hmm. And it was top top 10 on the iTunes chart. So, I, you know, I'm loving the Southern Soul lane. So, I'm, so I might play over here for a little while longer and just see how things go. But I definitely got a lot of stuff coming up. Now, when you get real, real famous, because uh, I can see that in your future and you on BET, don't forget about me. Okay. And I got it. <laughs> hey, 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 look, we only like, it's crazy because we talked about this off, off the earth. We only like an hour away from each other. So this Mississippi love right here. So I mean, I got you, man. I got you for sure. I can't forget about you. Okay, I appreciate that. So let's let's talk about all the songs that you have. You guys, Slow Rolling. Uh, we played Pushing Inside, My, 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 uh, Pay For It, uh, By 10. And you got a lot of music out there. Do you yeah. feel like people picked up a little late upon your talent? <clears throat> kind of, kind of. Uh, I still kind of feel like it was perfect timing, though. But I think it shocks people. Like like how you just said how I got a lot of music. I think it shocks people how much music I have. Mm -hmm. Because uh, a lot of, like, the pushing inside my, my, my. That song just really took off last year. I recorded that song five years ago, four five years ago. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You know, being that you made it five years ago and it's yeah. down like real hard, especially on TikTok. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I played your songs as the background to so many pictures that I <laughs> in TikTok, and this was before. I actually knew who you were. I just knew your voice was amazing. So I was like, okay, I got to get him on the Felicia's Mad Cow podcast. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate it. We played piping. You got backseat, uh, check-in. Check-in is dealing with the hotel. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. Um, old lady. Hey, lady. Yeah. Won't um, like a player and bedroom superstar. We got honey <laughs> letter, lap dance letter. I've never heard of nobody create a lap dance letter. What what was that about? Was well, lover? Is lap dance lover? Oh, I'm sorry. I said lover. I mean lover. Yeah. Lover. yeah. It was of yeah. letter <laughs> and then lap dance lover. So yeah. tell me a bit about lap dance lover. Uh, lap dance lover is really just. 
like, you know, it ain't, when you think about a lap dance, you, you may typically think of, you know, the strip club scene and all this, but that ain't, that ain't really how I see it. It's just like, you know, you could be being intimate with your significant other or whatever. Uh, now, if I do a music video, of course, I'm probably going to give it that strip club type of vibe scene, but it's really just being intimate with your, with your significant other and, you know, just you whatever it could be dancing it could be just a real intimate moment between y'all uh i just came i heard the beat and i just came up with the name i was like i really just i don't want to do a song called lap dance that's too that's too it's, that's boring let me put this love on the end the lap dance love and then when i came up why don't you give us a little taste of lap dance lover why don't you sit that ass on me? Me and this Patron was getting lonely and you know I'm faded. Don't worry, I'm gonna pay you for that lab dance lover. Lab yeah. dance. Okay, we, <laughs> we noticed y'all. He liked to pay for a lot of... <laughs> Hey, ain't it crazy how my songs be be just tied in the water? And it don't, I do not intend for it to be like that. That's crazy. He likes to talk about piping. He likes to talk about I'm about to call you the PP law, the PPC law. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it all. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. <laughs> I never look at it like that, though. That's, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got government funds over there. <laughs> Man, I wish. <laughs> so we got jam tonight, and um, that's pretty much it, y'all. So is there anything else you want to add to that? Uh, hmm, let me see. Let me see. And it's crazy because you actually the first person that I will say this done just about covered everything. So shout out to you. Yes. Because, yeah, shout out to you because that's 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 love right there. And I feel like when 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 you interview a person, you you really gotta do your research on them. And I can definitely tell that you did your research. Uh not saying anything bad about the other they they were good too. But see, see, we got this Mississippi thing going on. So you so you really done did your research on your boy, and I appreciate it. Oh uh, but yeah, I think I think you covered everything. Uh, damn, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. You got me thinking of one that you didn't that you didn't say. <laughs> I can't think of one. I think you I think you I think you got it all. I got oh uh the yeah as far as the Southern Soul goes, I got Jam tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, pay for it of course. Uh, what is, what is, what is, what is, sir? I got a song called Searching All Over. Okay. Now, yeah, this was actually my first Southern Soul track. And, uh, this, this song, this really one of my babies. I called a few of my songs my babies, but this song got a real special meaning about it because my guy, one of my childhood best friends, actually, he produced the beat. Uh, and I think it maybe had been out maybe a year and he actually passed he was two he was a year too old than me uh but yeah he i didn't know anybody who made southern soul beats so came in there one day he stayed right up the road from me uh -huh. and he, he was just making a making a beat making a southern soul beat and i was like man i've been trying to find this uh, you know a beat that i can kind of go over into this lane on and he was playing it and that was the beat for searching all over so he passed it's gonna be two years now. Uh so that 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 song right there kinda hold a kinda hold a different meaning to me now with it being the type of song it is and then with him no longer being with us. Uh yeah, that's that song okay. hold a different meaning. So that would be my that's my first introduction into the Southern Soul Lane. This song I got called Searching All Over. You know, one thing that I really, really like about you with your diversity is that you really take the because at one point i thought we lost r&b you get what i'm saying like 
uh, and, and it's been stated by celebrities on, you know, different platforms that they thought that R&B was dead, you know. Was dead, yeah. But here you are, with your, you're taking the, the beats to songs that we really used to love and you're refreshing them with your voice, with your words, and just really loving on the women. And that's great. I love it. You know, I appreciate it because now, you know, we have a different vibe, a new generational kind of feel to the songs that our mom and dad used to listen to. And man, you doing your thing. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about how people can support you, follow you, and all those different things. Yeah. So on, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. It's slow roll smooth. Uh, I have a I have a link tree uh, on my my website. It has all my music links. Excuse me, my son. Yeah. All my music links uh, on my link tree. So that's that's in my TikTok uh, bio and my Instagram bio. But once again, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. My name is Slow Roll Smooth. And all of my booking information will be in there too. So if anybody wants to inquire about a show or a feature, uh, my email is bookingtosmooth at gmail.com. But yeah, that's how you can find me on all platforms. And YouTube is uh, too smooth as well. Okay. Now, since you stated um, how people can reach out to you if they want to book you or you know, work with you, that means that you're open to working with different artists, correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. For sure. Uh, so since your son, uh, I mean, sorry, since your son has been in the background and we hear his little voice, you mind introducing him to us? Yeah, come here, dude. Come here. Come here. This is my son. Uh, his name is, we call him Deuce. That's his nickname. Okay. Oh, he's so handsome. Hi. Tell him hey. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, he's three. Uh, he'll be four in July. Uh, this is my only child. And he he, he may be the only child. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to have no more. He'll him, yeah. but I love him. My baby. <laughs> well, well, if you don't want to have any more, then you guys just make sure you stop singing about laying. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I knew that was coming. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I definitely appreciate you for being on the show. And is there any type of advice you would like to give people that's in the music industry? You know what? Before we go, there was one question that I did not get to ask you. And that was, you know... Uh, what was your worst experience dealing with music and working with other people? Hmm. Worst experience. Have you ever had experience where maybe you didn't get paid? <laughs> maybe, you know, contract was bad or Nah, I you know what? I and knock on wood, I pray I never run into it, but uh I two things I don't play about it. They're my family and my money. So uh we ain't ran into that issue by not getting paid. We're going to get paid. Right. But as far as just so worse, I, I haven't had like no worse encounter with like a, a person or anybody in the music industry. But I will give you one situation that this is the probably the worst thing that's done happened so far. So I woke up one morning and my album came out in 20, 2021. Mm -hmm. So I woke up one morning and I get on my TikTok and somebody said, hey, I can't listen to your album on Apple Music. So I get on Apple Music. They done took my whole album down. Mm. And it, yeah, and it, at this point, it's been out about a year, about a year, year probably a year and a half. Cause this ain't just been too, too long ago. So long story short, just out of nowhere, no warning, no heads up, no nothing. My whole album was taken off of all streaming platforms. Mm. Like, I mean, just, of, and I'm creating content every other day around my album, promoting songs off the album, got the link to the album in my bio, telling people to go, and it's streaming good, but like thousands of streams a day, and all of a sudden, just in the blink of an eye, gone. And why would you, why, what What happened with that? Did somebody do it, or it's just, just Apple? 
we to to this day we still do not know like what caused it but it took me we had to go they took it off apple music and when they how how we upload the album you can't go delete it or re-upload it one by one mm -hmm. everything has to come off at one time so the whole album i had when it got took off apple music i had to go take it off of spotify i had to go take it off of everything else just to re-upload it and that took that might have been a three week to a month process of just trying to get my album back on so the numbers on my album i forgot what it is now but it's supposed to be probably double it so because because when i re-uploaded it I lost all my stats, all my numbers, everything. Yeah, everything. But you know, so, stuff like that happen when you gonna come back a little bit harder. So it, it you right. Yeah, you right. Sure you hit when you came back. It, it it was like boom. Yeah, it was almost. Yeah, it was. It it was almost instant. Like when I got it back on there, you know, then you had to go through the process of creating content and letting people know that it's that it's back on there because TikTok is, you know, TikTok is constantly it's new people all the time, all the time. So yeah, we 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 went through a little process with it, but I would say that's the worst experience that I've had so far. And then somebody would they had made an album and they had ripped the the I got an interlude on my album. They ripped the interlude off of my album on YouTube and put it on their app. What? I didn't know be done. I didn't, I ain't know that neither. I'm thinking they would have flagged it or something, uh, you know, because I'm the only person that's done uploaded this specific sound. So how can they, how can they take it out of YouTube and re-upload it from the same distribution and y'all just let that happen? Like, how do y'all let something like that fly? So when when that happened, how how did you you know take care of that? We we found the guy, uh, and we reached out to him. I think via email or uh, Instagram. Me and my producer, and we just hit him up, you know, directly. And he was just like, "Oh man, I didn't know my producer sent me the, you know, they give you the whole look, yeah, all that." So we was like, "Hey man, look." We trying to resolve this as, as as peacefully as possible. Mm -hmm. Could you please take it down? You know that ain't your work. You know we we don't want this to go no further. We just can you please take it right. down? Uh, now did he take it down? I'm not sure, but uh, I got my album back uploaded. And some things you really don't have no control right. over. So I just I prayed about it, and I said, man, I'm gonna just let the Lord handle it. Cause cause if I handle it, it ain't gonna be nice. But <laughs> You know, yeah, you're playing so, with my career at this point. Yeah, you playing with my career, you playing with my music, you playing with my my money. You know, that's how I get paid yeah. through through my streaming too, other than doing shows, but that's that's how I get paid. So I just I don't understand it, man. You know something don't belong to you. Don't take it and try to profit off of it. Like right. you know. That's just like stealing your fame and everything. Like Yeah, like I had people on TikTok, uh women actually. That that would just that would just like create a page with my with my picture on there, put all my videos on there that I done took off my page. I mean that I done put on my page, they'll rip them off and create a whole too smooth page. Like uh, you know what? it's just so much going on, you know, where people are stealing people's uh identity on social media and all that kind of stuff. And have you dealt with that? You know, somebody actually pretending to be you. That, that little TikTok incident, uh, yeah, this is a lady. And then what's crazy is that she didn't create, okay, hold on. She didn't create a whole uh, new new TikTok. She, when you scroll down all the way to the bottom, she has her old pictures on there. So you can, yeah, crazy, ain't it? She got her old pictures, she got pictures with her kids on there, with her dog. And then when you scroll up to her most recent, all it is too smooth. I she got videos of my concerts, everything. I would have thought a male would have done this to you, but you would think <laughs> it it be it be women. <laughs> and, and most times the guy try to dress like you, look like you, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And this is crazy. But you know what I'm saying? I'm glad we got to the bottom of this and got it out there. Hey, y'all, be careful because it's some fake papers out there. Be careful. Because I'm telling you, it it happens. It happens. You know you famous when people start to create. (laughs) (laughs) You know, somebody told Somebody told me it was like, man, that this may be a clear indication that you you on your way because when people and I had to think about that, like that's maybe this just part of the game right. that you got, that you got to go through to get to where you going. So yeah, it is. Gotta let see, like uh, Cat Cat Williams said, you know, you got to have haters, you got to have protectors, yeah. you got to have all of that, and if you you ain't nobody. Yeah, right. For real. The only thing you gotta learn how to do in this business and in this world is know how to handle them. You know, you can't let them take you outside your character. And I'm so glad that you took a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you handled yeah. old boy, but you know, you about to be at the point where you gotta have security guard. You gotta have all that kind of stuff. You know, um, just tell us this is the last question. We gonna go because I know we've over an hour now, y'all. But um, what's the largest stage you've performed on? Uh, I I actually was on the same ticket with Keith Sweat. Mm. I was on the same ticket with Keith Sweat, Genuine, and SWV the same night. So tell us about that experience. Cause I'm pretty sure you got to meet them, right? Well, actually, this is what's crazy. I didn't. We we met them where well, I met them in passing. Mm-hmm. All everybody who came with me got chance to meet, got chance to take pictures with Genuine and couple my homeboy. They over there talking to Genuine like they've been knowing him for twenty years. It, but G is that cool though. Like he he real down to earth. Like you wouldn't think the Genuine that we grew up watching would be so down to earth. Like but he super super cool guy. But the story that happened behind it, so naturally, I'm on the ticket with them. I had to, I, I performed first. So basically, I opened up for them. Uh, and when I got off stage, I was I was kicking it backstage because Genuine was coming on after me. Mm-hmm. So uh, my dad and everybody came backstage, and we back there taking pictures of this. And then my cousin was, he like asked my manager as well. He comes backstage and he was like, "Hey man, you man, you back here chilling? You might need to come out here with the people. You, it's some people that they came here to see you too. They ain't, they ain't just here to see Keith Sweat. They here to see you too. I ain't thinking about it like that, right? Cause I'm man, I'm man, I'm on the same stage with Keith Sweat. Them people are here to see Keith Sweat. They ain't here to see me. Mm. So he got me to walk out into the crowd and to like just act like I was going to the bathroom or to the concession stand or something." So in the midst of that happening, uh, it had to have been a long time because, yeah, we had been back there a long time. So it was like 10, 15. It was a lot of people just coming up, wanting to take pictures, uh, saying that they follow me on TikTok. They've been following my movement for years. They finally got a chance to meet me. So while I'm talking, while I'm taking pictures and talking to them, that's when my homeboy and all them was meeting genuine and and everybody so i was over there focused more on the people that came to see me that's how i didn't get changed i missed genuine but it all worked out because i really wanted to see the people who came to see me right so i didn't get chance to talk genuine or meet or talk to keith sweat but i i feel like i got a chance to do something that was more important and interact with the people who who came to see me as well so well that's great i'm glad uh that you had that opportunity because now you see what God has in store for you. And you know, one day somebody going to be uh, singing to introduce you, you know, to open up. Your- yep. So just make sure I get my tickets. Cause I'm kind of, and I got, <laughs> I got a promise. <laughs> Once again, we just want to say thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in to Felicia's Madcap podcast. We're making a difference. Can't apply pressure. And y'all just look forward to joining my group, uh, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. ENG stands for new group. I have an old page, but do not go into that one. <laughs> um, so any um, words of wisdom you would like to share 
uh, with the people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a question that you asked me before we had went into the the, the biggest stage question. So, I think you was you was asking what advice, what like uh, advice would I have for like artists or or just anybody that's coming up doing that thing. I Man, the, the biggest thing, and I tell people this all the time, it's gonna sound cliche, it's gonna be something that you heard a thousand times, but it holds so much weight. Stay consistent in what you do. That's, I, I can't stress that enough. Just stay consistent. If you, but for, for one, pray, keep God first, work hard. Mm -hmm and stay consistent if you stay consistent and if you believe that you got something good it's just a matter of time it's it's gonna take off you're gonna get the notoriety you're gonna get the recognition all that is gonna come to pass i promise you i'm a living witness i ain't telling you what nobody that told me i'm telling you what i know stay consistent stay consistent do what you love love what you do and just stay prayed up and you know do your best and let god take care of the rest you know that actually covered both questions uh that hit home. i'm glad you said that because that hit home for me you know with me having my platform and my office and everything and you know with me being back home i've had so many people well not so many i've had a few people uh to say you know don't nobody know you of course you don't know me i moved away from home and i went to another right. i did my thing and now i'm back you know but People that do know me, they they know where I came from and they know where I'm going. And if they don't, show so consistency is very very important because if you don't be consistent, then people are gonna think you just talk. People because mm -hmm. you're playing with yourself. When you take That's yourself right. serious and you out here doing things, and people are gonna start to respect you because they see what it is, they know what it is, and you showing them what it is. So. Thank you. You have a blessed day. And don't you go nowhere because I'm about to close this out. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. This your girl DJ Pressure, y'all. Thank y'all. Hey, guys. It's your girl DJ Pressure with Felicia's Mad Cow Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Mad Cow Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast Vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com.